0: Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, Mental Health Social Worker and Mindfulness Educator, as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset and mental health are you feeling tired or are you under stress are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed well I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years calm is the number one app for meditation relaxation and sleep With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10-minute meditation every day. 100-plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80-plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counselling sessions and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics including gratitude, happiness and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial and just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of calm premium you'll be feeling calm relaxed and at peace in no time the mindful life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello and thanks for joining me for episode number four of the Mindful Life podcast. In today's episode, I'll be talking about my special interest and passion for the field of hypnobirthing and my journey to becoming a certified Hypnobirthing Australia childbirth practitioner. I explored hypnobirthing is all about, along with my thoughts on the medicalisation of modern childbirth and the impact that medical interventions can have on birth satisfaction and postpartum mental health. And I also highlight the flip side of this, how a positive birth experience with the help of programs like hypnobirthing can reduce or even prevent medical interventions and in turn promote beneficial outcomes, not only for mum's mental health, for the mother-baby relationship and the family as a whole. This episode is a little controversial, it's a little left of centre, and some may say it's a little radical. So I'd recommend approaching this episode with an open mind. Back in late 2016, I completed training to become a certified hypnobirthing practitioner and shortly after that, I added the Hypnobirthing Australia childbirth education program to my suite of wellbeing services under the banner of mindful hypnobirthing. As a long-term professional helper, i had begun to slowly travel down the path of delivering more holistic, and I guess what you could probably call more preventative services. I decided that it was time to begin working more upstream. And if we go back in time a little to around 16 to 17 years previous, My interest in natural birthing, calm and positive birthing, dates back to my own pregnancies, where I had a steadfast desire and a determination to have a natural and positive birth experience. And ironically, I was also studying the medicalisation of childbirth at uni whilst heavily pregnant with my first child. So it would seem I had been on the path of the natural childbirth trajectory for some time before I actually became a childbirth educator, long before I even knew what hypnobirthing was all about. So let's first start by talking about the medicalization of childbirth. And the following is based on an article I wrote a few months ago for the local paper. My article, which was written to promote and educate the community on the benefits of hypnobirthing also talks about the increases in medical intervention in modern childbirth in recent times. And this is what I wrote. The medicalization of the essentially natural activity of childbirth has in recent times seen some women lose control and feel disempowered in their experiences of giving birth. It's time to take childbirth back to basics, time to give women back their power in the birth process. Pregnancy and giving birth is not a pathology, nor is it a medical condition. Of course, there are cases where medical intervention is required for the safe arrival of a baby. However, the stats tell us that rates of medical intervention in childbirth in this country, here in Australia, are very high. Stats from a 2013 government study report the following rates of induction for that year, ranging from 31.2% in Queensland to 43.1% in Tasmania. And the news for c-section rates is not much better with significant increases over time. 1998 saw 18% of all births resulting in a c-section and by 2007 this rate had climbed to 30.9%. If we compare the stats with the rest of the world, Australia has high rates of births by caesarean section compared with the OECD average 25.7% of births. And the research tells us that the private system is the biggest contributor for high rates of caesareans, with a staggering 42% of births resulting in C-sections in private hospitals. And added to all this is that very little to no support or encouragement is offered for women to birth their babies at home. Women have been birthing babies the world over for centuries. The pathologising and the medicalisation of childbirth has resulted in midwives, birthing women and the community at large, in many cases, being robbed of the experience of both a natural and an empowering childbirth experience. So how can we change this? How can this be turned around? How can the rates of medical intervention in childbirth be reduced? And how can women take back control, feel empowered and have a say in how they birth? From personal and now professional experience, I can tell you education and knowledge is key. Preparation for childbirth is key. And questioning is key. So enter hypnobirthing. It's relatively new, but it's philosophies and many of its practices are not new. Hypnobirthing is centered around education and around knowledge and around a positive mindset. And it offers a range of practical strategies that promote a calm and relaxed state during childbirth. So let's now turn back the clock. I'd like you to reflect on my experiences of childbirth. As if I'm honest, this is where my passion for positive birth began. So 18 years ago, I was a heavily pregnant uni student, student barking on both, embarking on both a degree and the birth of my first child. I knew that I wanted to bring my baby into the world calmly and if safe, without medical intervention. My pregnancy had been easy and uneventful. At the time, I was completing my social work degree. And as part of my studies, I ironically was studying the sociology of childbirth and the medicalisation of modern childbirth under the tutelage of historical sociologist and feminist professor, Dr. Corrine Ryger, who had wrote widely on the subject. I was so fascinated to learn the history of and the subsequent medicalisation of childbirth and that over the last 40 years or so, childbirth had moved towards a more medical model of care. So whilst heavily pregnant, I attended lectures where Ryger described increasingly high rates of medical intervention, including high rates of C-sections and inductions in Australian hospitals, and the almost eradication of the practice of home birthing. She referred to this phenomena as birth control and described it as a human rights issue. Whilst I sat in lectures listening and intently learning, I mentally patted myself on the back, congratulating myself for having the foresight to choose midwifery care in a birthing centre, where, theoretically, the birthing woman would be encouraged and supported to have a natural intervention-free birth experience. But I then recalled that the midwife at the birthing centre had told us, in those dreaded, scary, antenatal classes, where we were exposed to no end of birth horror stories, that only two of us, out of the 10 of us that were attending the classes at the birth centre, would actually birth our babies in the birthing centre. As even for births that begin in the birthing centre, the majority unfortunately end in medical intervention. This is the reality. So all of this, what I was learning in lectures, and the stats that I heard about the birthing centre, made me so determined to have the kind of birth I'd always envisaged. As far as I can gather, hypnobirthing was not readily on offer back at the turn of this century, when I was about to bring my first daughter into the world. And if it was, it certainly was not in the mainstream or on my radar. But I did know that I wanted a positive, active, calm and empowered birth. Of course, the safety of my baby was important. It was paramount. However, if possible, I wanted the experience to involve little to no medical interventions. And thankfully, my husband and I were on the same page with this, and he supported this goal. We were both active and fit, Uh, we were both runners, and for me, I would treat the birth as an event. Pregnancy was the training, and birth was just like event day. I really liked this analogy. So the time came, and in a crazy twist of events, it was the last day of semester, I handed my final sociology essay in. Ironically, it was a paper on women's experiences of modern childbirth. And the next day, two weeks before my estimated delivery date, I went into labour. My labour and birth were textbook perfect. and My gorgeous girl was born on the floor via torchlight with the midwife in the background and my husband and I doing most of the work to bring uh, our baby into the world. And my second daughter was born a few years later after the first in the same birthing centre, in the same room in fact. Uh, and it was a, an almost identical birth, just a little longer than the first. So neither of my births were officially hypno births. Um, I'd never heard of the term before. However, both my births were calm and positive, uh, into medical intervention free, and I did feel empowered and I did feel in c- control. And I think I'd just like to add here, knowing what I know about the power of the subconscious mind, now I am convinced that all my learnings and listening to Corinne lecture endlessly. And passionately on natural birth, I think likely contributed to my positive birth experience. There was so much knowledge that was cemented into my mind uh, during that semester on uh, natural and positive childbirth. I think the universe and serendipity were at work and in hindsight I feel I did a whole semester of uh, modified hypnobirthing of sorts under the instruction of uh, Kareen Riger. So now let's fast forward 18 years, uh, 18 years after my first CALM positive birth and 14 years after my second CALM positive birth, I now work in mental health. I have my own mental health counselling practice where I provide not only mental health services but also wellness programs and courses. Uh, A portion of my work for many years has been with women who have postnatal depression. And more often than not, a difficult birth, and at worst, a traumatic birth experience, both usually include high rates of unexpected medical interventions, which can result in these women feeling disempowered. The link between birth dissatisfaction and high rates of medical intervention, I feel cannot be denied. And my work with these women in the context of counseling sessions certainly illustrates this clearly. My assessment when working with many of these women who have postnatal depression is that their disempowerment and their dissatisfaction with their childbirth experience almost always plays a role in the onset of mental health difficulties postpartum. And it's no surprises that a negative birth experience can also create issues with mother-baby bonding which can later lead to difficulties in the mother-baby attachment relationship And this is a presentation that I see all too often at my practice as well. So it's certainly not rocket science. I can't help but wonder if these women had have had access to adequate education and adequate support during pregnancy and childbirth uh, via hypnobirthing or similar. Would their outcomes be better? Would the rates of postnatal depression and birth-related PTSD be lower Would there be less incidence of mother-baby attachment issues? Could the prognosis and the outcomes be better not only for the mums but for their babies and the families and the community as a whole? And of course that would mean less pressure on the healthcare system and on resources. So there's that idea again of working upstream rather than fixing things once they're broken. So PANDA, which stands for Perinatal Anxiety and Depression Australia, They're an organisation that works with women who have uh, perinatal depression. So Panda tells us that 50,000 women are diagnosed every year with perinatal depression here in Australia. And from where I see it, as a health professional, those stats are sounding like perinatal depression or postnatal depression is a public health issue. And of course, a drain on the health system. As a mental health worker, I believe that early intervention is key in the best efforts to prevent or, at the very least, reduce the rates of postnatal depression. After years of working upstream with these women, cleaning up psychological mess left after birth dissatisfaction and, at worst, birth trauma, I saw the need to shift my focus to early intervention so as such i decided to go off and to train to become a certified hypnobirthing australia uh, childbirth practitioner my goal in delivering the hypnobirthing australia program is to empower women to take back control it's to empower women to ask the right questions and to ultimately have a say in how they birth for me as a woman and as a childbirth educator empowerment through pregnancy And in the birthing process is key to birth satisfaction and this is what the practice of hypnobirthing is all about it's about empowerment so as I've already highlighted hypnobirthing is a relatively new practice but its philosophies and practices are not new they're really from a time long ago where childbirth was viewed as a natural bodily function a natural part of life a process historically where the birthing woman was in charge and made all the decisions so what exactly is hypnobirthing? And how can it assist women to have a positive, empowered and memorable birth experience? Hypnobirthing really is just a fancy term and a fancy word for a calm, positive, empowered birth experience. And Hypnobirthing Australia is the leading organization in Australia for this movement. Their 12-hour course educates, it navigates and it guides the pregnant woman and her chosen birth partner through the minefield of labour and childbirth. The structured course provides specific childbirth education with its aim to equip women and their support person with the knowledge, the skills, the tools, and the resources to have the best chance for a positive birth experience. The course itself is delivered in a group setting or privately by certified and trained practitioners. Many who have had hypnobirths themselves and many who largely have a background in some form of health, food, health fields such as nursing, midwifery, uh, psychology, social work or similar. The program provides a practical, natural and uh, a range of effective tools and techniques including self-hypnosis, meditation, massage, acupressure, specific breathing techniques. And we teach the pregnant woman how to use visualization, And positive affirmations. These strategies and techniques along with the educative component equip the birthing woman and a birth partner to not only have the beautiful calm natural birth experience they deserve but couples are also empowered to ask questions and explore alternatives to medical interventions in the birth process should the need for these medical interventions arise. The Hypnobirthing Australia education program, I believe, is by its very definition an early intervention and prevention program. The education we provide in our program aims to equip women with the knowledge and the skills, the tools and the resources, as I've already stated, to make informed decisions and to ultimately have the best chance possible for a positive and memorable birth experience. And this, I believe, is absolutely the upstream approach The Hypnobirthing Australia Childbirth Education course is the perfect starting point and I believe it's key for good maternal health and well-being and in particular for optimum mental health of new mums. A happy memorable birth experience is integral to give mums and their babies the best start and a head start on their journey together. And of course it goes without saying, a happy healthy mama generally equates to a happy healthy bub. And the feedback we get from hypnomummas, the mums who have completed our course, it speaks for itself. Mums report that come birthing day, they felt ready, calm, relaxed and in control and most importantly prepared to face whatever turn their birth took with calm confidence. And from where I sit as a facilitator of this course, it's awesome to watch some of the dads go from hesitant and worried, sometimes even frightened birth partners at the start of the course to confident skilled birth partner with laminated cheat sheets and hypnosis scripts in hand ready to face the labor ward and whatever challenge lays ahead. It's so very fulfilling as a practitioner to watch this transformation. It's amazing what equipping people with knowledge and skills would do for their confidence. And so what about the research Evidence and research are really important because they can test and give us feedback about which treatments and programs actually work. So does hypnobirthing work? Does it reduce the rates of medical intervention? Well, the latest research is telling us that yes, the techniques we teach in our course are reducing intervention rates for both mums and bubs. And in a recent study conducted at Western Sydney University, Hannah Darlin, a professor of midwifery, stated this. It's time for us to rethink antenatal education and also to think about empowering parents much more, getting them motivated, getting them informed about how wondrous and amazing their bodies are and how capable they are of doing this. The study itself found that programs similar to those offered by Hypnobirthing Australia halved both C-section and epidural rates. So the research speaks for itself. It's clearly positive and encouraging for the work we're doing as hypnobirthing practitioners. And I'll put the link to this research in the show notes. So as a woman and as a health professional with over 20 years experience working as a helper, I truly think this is such valuable and much needed work. And I feel so blessed to have been given the opportunity to deliver this program. I believe in it and I'm so passionate about this work I'm doing. So are things changing? Are attitudes changing? I think there has been change, particularly in the public sector. I feel many midwives, though often still up against it, are working hard to encourage women to have positive and empowered birth experience. But there definitely still is work to be done. Change by its very nature can often be slow. People get stuck and become afraid of doing things differently. So we really do have to keep chipping away as women and as health professionals, we need to keep using our voices and spreading the word wherever we can and whenever the opportunity arises. For me, 18 years ago when I had my first baby, I was viewed as a bit of a freak of nature, a hippie or new age, and I was nothing of the sort. Uh, But at the time, births like mine were not commonplace. And whilst pregnant, if I dared to share that I planned to have a drug-free natural birth, I was usually met with eye-rolling and birth horror stories and told, oh, well, you'll see. I think the tide is turning, though, but it needs to keep turning. And we need to keep moving away, way away from the medical model of birth. Birthing is women's business. It's always been women's business. And as Grant dickley Reed said in his book titled Childbirth Without Fear, way back in 1942, where he describes the natural bodily function of childbirth, this is what he said, there is no physiological function in the body which gives rise to pain in the normal cause of health. So basically he is telling us there that childbirth is a normal physiological function and it should be treated that way. It should not be pathologized. We should not intervene. It should not be medicalized. There is no need for medical intervention unless absolutely necessary for the safety of mum and the safety of baby. So I run the group uh, Hypnobirthing Australia Childbirth Education course monthly, generally middle of the month over a weekend period from my practice under the banner of mindful hypnobirthing. And I can run private courses at a time to suit the couple as well. I also run one-off hypnobirthing education sessions within the community. I'm very committed to using my knowledge as both a hypnobirthing practitioner and a mental health worker to spread the hypnobirthing word. So if you or anyone you know is interested in having me speak about the course content or about the field of hypnobirthing, or if you'd like to book in to an upcoming course, please make contact via email or social media. All the contact details for Mindful Hypnobirthing will be in the show notes. So thanks for dropping by to listen to today's podcast episode on hypnobirthing. It's something I'm very passionate about and I'm super keen to keep raising that collective consciousness and to keep spreading the hypnobirthing word. So if you've enjoyed this episode, uh, if you've learned something today, please feel free to share. Uh, You never know, it just might help someone else. Until next time, may you have peace. In your thoughts and your hearts and share it with others. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers including contact details for Panda are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life Podcast with your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator. If you'd like further information or you'd like to connect, feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email mindfullifepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com.